0: All right. Blanca. The legend <laughs> of the Queen. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be doing this with you.
0: Yeah, me too. No, I've been I've been looking really forward to this. Uh one, because I don't think we've ever got to like really dive into like a deep conversation together. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's just passing through and saying hi and you know, how's life and all that. but but i think this is going to be exciting for a lot of people i did too what's uh what's your new norm like right now with everything going on
1: oh man i was um just looking around i'm at my house i live in orlando florida um and right now most of my days are consumed i have a six-year-old so i'm like playing Mommy slash teacher slash PE coach slash art direct. I mean, I'm looking at my desk and I'm like, these are the things that I have just like, floating around. <laughs> it's just chaos with all the school stuff. But um, man, just trying to maintain a, a heart of gratitude for like the breath that we have and, and to be able to be home with my son, which is for us, that's not always the norm you know like we're usually on the go all the time so he's really been enjoying this quality time together and Dope. yeah so it's, it's been a little crazy but we're hanging in there
0: nice I've been cooking so much <laughs> but like I'm enjoying it though at the same time I'm, I'm learning a lot of stuff about myself that I'm like oh this is fun this is a cool hobby this like the grill I love the grill right now like me and the grill have formed a relationship
1: so are you co- are you cooking like healthy food? Like are you trying to like, or are you cooking like the stuff that you love?
0: I'm cooking the stuff that I love. Um, so I'm Dominican and Salvadorian, but on my Dominican side, I just learned how to do habichuela, which is the beans, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Dominican style, and boy. Mm. It's it's a wrap. It's a wrap for life. Like, <laughs> I'm good. You can put me on an island, I'll survive.
1: Holy moly, my mouth is <laughs> watering just thinking about some arroz con habichuela right now.
0: Ooh. Uh, So I just came out with the album called Heathen. Yes. And I'm really excited about it. Um, so we've been doing a, a series of just talking to a bunch of people, even just friends on the side, but uh, just talking to influencers like you. Uh, in this uh, Christian world, and uh, just talking about what does heathen mean uh, and what does it look like in your life. And I just wanted to ask you, did you ever grow up hearing that word heathen? Uh, Yeah. What's it mean to you?
1: Um, Well, first and foremost, let me just say, I've heard your new album. Okay. It's incredible. So for all of you who are watching this interview right now and you still have not heard it, you're missing out because so I, I was blown away. I've been waiting for it and you did not disappoint. It was amazing. But um, Thanks. I love that. I, I love how the title almost has this. Well, it has a very negative connotation to it. Like when I growing up hearing the word heathen, it was like someone who's backslid or someone who's like living in the world and for a rule sure. breaker. Uh Mm-hmm. doesn't follow kind of the scripted out plan as a christian you know
0: right. um
1: but I, I didn't really grow up in a in a christian home we i think as hispanics um in the latin culture you always have this kind of respect for god and we pray and for sure kind of have this reverence but you don't really like we didn't like attend church regularly and Okay. Do all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. We did on occasion, but it wasn't like I grew up in, you know, my parents were like pastors and yeah. that, of that came later in life. So heathen, probably for me growing up, was a little bit of a, a foreign word.
0: For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I love about this word is I've been speaking to so many people and your story is not far from like a lot of different other stories. So like... Some people grew up and they're like, "Oh yeah, heathen was a bad person," and then other people were like, "Yo, I just heard it comically." Like, some some people would be like, "If you miss church on Sunday, ooh, you heathen," and you laugh. (laughs) um, And other people were like, "Yo, I've never even heard of that word. What is that?" Right. And I started thinking about church culture, right? Just thinking about uh, all the details of me growing up and hearing that word. And I'm just curious for you as a Latina, right? Mm-hmm. Representing in this church cultural world as this uh, an artist, a singer. Um, well, actually, let me, let me give a little background. Let me praise you a little bit. You started off in this genre real young, early in the game. And uh, you started off with a group called Group One Crew. Yes. Right? Um, and I want to start right there. What was it like for you? Uh, in your journey with Group on Crew, starting off a Latin girl in the Christian industry, what did that look like for you? Did you feel welcomed? Uh, was it a great experience? Not just Group on Crew, just as a whole, as you.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, that's a loaded question. So with Group on Crew, man, I started. I got saved when I was seventeen years old. Okay. And I joined immediately, like at the church where I was uh, attending, they had kind of like a group of musicians that would link up together and they would do Bible study and they would keep each other accountable and do music together. And everybody was featuring on everybody's album. And the group was called Group One. So it was like about 13 or 14 of us when we started off. Oh, wow. I was like brand new to the Christian world and okay. the lingo and all of that, I was just hungry to learn and kind of be a part of this new family because everything that I had known up into that point was like different, you know? So yeah, they really embraced me. And then shortly after that, we get signed, um, the three of us, Manuel, Pablo, and myself, Mm-hmm. go up to Nashville, get signed to a record label there. Nice. And um, that was in, in 2006, I believe. Wow. And we did it for about 13 years. We were together as a group. Wow. So through that time, it like, those were like my brothers. Like I learned so much about mm-hmm. uh, self-confidence, being on stage, having something to say. Like I was always really shy and in the background and I I love to sing, but I never really wanted to like talk or do anything more than that. I'm like, just let me sing. And that's all that I know to do. Um, They really kind of um, held my hand in a lot of ways where I felt weak or where I felt scared and and they walked me through that. But then with your other part of the question of like, did I feel embraced? I, I thought, I think I was young and kind of naive, just excited for the experience that I didn't really realize anything different. Like, I'm like, everybody loves us. And this is so fun and new. And and I get I feel like my life has purpose. And there were so many wonderful things that came out of it. I think once I started getting a little older, you kind of get a little more jaded in some ways to the industry, or you realize like, man, I'm kind of like a I don't really fit like the mold of what CCM is, which was primarily the music that we were doing and that I'm still doing. Um, there mm-hmm. were times where, you know, you look around and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the only Spanish person in this entire building. You know, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm kind of like the 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 odd one out. So I think there, you start noticing a little bit more and maybe a little bit of insecurity goes from that. but mm-hmm. For the most part, I've tried to just keep my head down and work hard and like trust God through all of it and, and be myself. But it for a person who's very concerned about what people think, my personality, I don't know if you know the Enneagram. Have you ever done the Enneagram?
0: I have. I forgot what mine was. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on forgetting. People always ask me that.
1: It's like the new, that's the new lingo now. You have to know your Enneagram number. Well, I'm a six, which is someone who's kind of, their base is a lot of fear and so, or fear driven. So I'm always constantly like, oh, I don't want to let people down. I don't want to. So when it comes to my art or creating music, there's always like this kind of voice. that's like, you have to fit, you have to do, what the majority of people are going to want. You can't make anybody unhappy. And yeah. so that's been a challenge.
0: Yeah. I remember, geez, I don't even remember how old I was. I, I know I was in high school, about to graduate probably, and I saw you guys perform. Uh, you, Manuel, and Pablo. And I was just like, yo, this is fire. Like, land people at a different level. I was like, you guys got posters, CDs? <laughs> You guys were doing meet and greet, and I was like, whoa. The whole industry was, like, foreign to me. Now I was just a fan. I was a young kid, right? And I'm watching you guys. And as I got older, now being in the industry, I realized you guys really pushed down a lot of walls for Hispanics, uh, which is crazy. And when I think back at it, too, and I could be really far off of probably lack of knowledge maybe, But you and uh, Jackie Velasquez are probably the only Latin women I know uh, that were able to cross genres uh, within our space here in the United States. You know, there's iconic legends in the Latin America world. Yeah. yeah. Um, As far as here in the United States, uh, I might be wrong, but only you and Jackie are the only ones I knew about. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then as I started stepping into that world, I started understanding what you just said, where I was like, hold up, am I the only Latino in this building? <laughs> it's crazy. I know we got a huge population in the US. But why are we the only ones here, right? And a lot of questions start popping up in your head as you starting, uh, start getting more into this industry. And when I think about the word heathen, there's a lot of context that, come, that comes with it, right? So uh, this is going to be my nerd moment right now. So bear with me.
1: I want to hear it. <laughs>
0: so one, heathen, when I looked up the word, it's, uh, it talks about culture, right? Ethnicity. This is the Greek wording for uh, heathen in the King James Version. And I was like, oh, this is fire. Okay. And I'm reading the Bible and I'm seeing how it's using Galatians where it's talking about culture. I'm like, okay, bomb. And then I see the other side. I'm like, well... Why is it so negative in today's culture? And I'm looking it up on Google. What is the word for now and everything? And I'm seeing that it's someone that's not held to a widely held religion, someone that is not Jewish, uh, a sinner. So I was like, okay. And I'm reading context in the Bible and I'm looking at it I'm like, okay, I see how this connects, bum, bum, bum. And I'm I'm realizing how complex this word is, right? There's a lot of different definitions that have happened over the years Uh, there's a lot of different ways that it's used, too. And I'm like, oh, us as human beings, we're just as complex, right? Uh, I'm like, okay, I want to talk about all these things. I want to talk about ethnicity. I want to talk about let's get deep in Bible, scripture, the Gentiles. Okay, that's what heathen is. Uh, And I want to talk about sinners, right? Why is the word so scary? Looking into that, I'm diving in. And one thing that I realized as I was looking at it, I was looking at, myself as a person and i'm like i am a sinner i'm saved by god's grace though jesus has truly uh helped us by not making that our identity we are not sinners but we do sin daily right that's why we fall short of the glory of god we're in this world and that's the reality right and then i'm thinking about cultural impact why is it so important to me well one latino my experience is okay Christianity. I'm walking into this new bubble. What? What is this, right? And I'm seeing a lot of boxes, and I'm seeing a lot of things where I'm like, "Whoa! If I don't speak up, if I don't embrace this part of me, the next person that's gonna come, they're not gonna realize what's going on, and they're gonna just be confused, just like I am." Yeah. And I really love how you have just stood up, the way you carry yourself with class, the way you um, just keep on pushing, even with a couple things where it might look like, "Yo, Blanca should be getting more of a push right now." <laughs> but you have always stayed so humble, so gracious, elegant, and I really love that about you. And what has it been? Because I'm being we're being real here. We know yeah. what it. What has it been that's given you a lot of patience, a lot of grace, uh, maneuvering in a space where you have to break down a lot of walls, being a woman being a Latin woman, you know, just a lot of things. That's how that's the reality of it. You know,
1: I think for me, it's all about where I put my focus and my energy. Like I I could sit and say, man, I should be further along in my career. Oh, I I should have this song out or this person really like you can do that, but it doesn't get you anywhere for me at the end of the day it's like all right god you've given me this platform what i have so far what am i going to do with it how do i want to express myself you know that's where i want to place my energy is is not focusing on the negative or on fear and shame things that want to so easily take over in, in my personal life but really be intentional about saying like, sometimes it's perception when you get in your own head, what you see in there, you know, is not what other people are seeing. Just even in hearing you speak about me, I'm like, man, I would have never ever guessed that 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 would be how Mm. you saw my music or my art or or me as a person, you know? So um, it's knowing that each of us, we have a purpose, we have a voice and At the end of the day, all you gotta focus is on how you are going to express it and share it, and not about how it's lacking because that gets you nowhere. And at the end of the day, you know, the only way I'm gonna get to where I want to go is by continuing to share my truth and be kind of be myself. You know.
0: See, I need some of that because for me, I wish there's times where I could be more gracious and patient, just as a human and just me and my personality, I'm not good at that at all. (laughs) Uh, I struggle with that a lot and I've realized that a lot in this album. Um, I've always said this to my label. I'm like, right now I'm in the season where I'm the most confident in my confusion, right? Those words don't even even connect. What I'm trying to say is, I'm gonna be so real about myself now, right? And I'm so confident, I, I'm, I feel peace about that, right? But there's so much questions I have about a lot that's going on, I'm still confused, right? Um, and when I look at you, and you know, I could be wrong, but you just have such a grace, and I've never heard anything of well, Blanca, she's fed up right now, or Blanca, is, like you have kept, kept such a peace, in, I hope I can get to that level the way you have carried yourself uh, in this industry, which has been fire.
1: Well, I will say the flip is the same because I think your, what's the word, like your genuine nature comes out in your music, the way you're pushing boundaries and Speaking about things that maybe can make some uncomfortable, or t- you know, like making music that's about life and about your journey. You know, yeah. those are things that I aspire to do as well. And yeah. you know, so with my piece and my like, oh, I, I go with the flow a lot, but it's nice to see people that are willing to go against the flow as well and say, this might not be everybody's cup of tea, but I'm gonna be true to myself. And I see that, I hear that in your music, I see that in, in your character, which is very inspiring to me as well.
0: I think it's important that we do that. Like, obviously, a lot of believers sometimes are gonna be like, well, just focus on Jesus and everything's gonna be fine. And I believe in that, right, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. Jesus is a center. But you can't run away from the reality of where we live in this world. Like, this is our day-to-day. Culture is important. Culture is something that you're going to run into all the time. Uh, And that's why I speak about it. Uh, That's why we live it, right? Um, I love, like, even with you, you share your curls so bold and proud, and they're beautiful, (laughs) right? Where there's a lot of Latin girls, like my sister, I remember her growing up, in Dominican culture, is very big that you straighten your hair all the time. You never show curls, Yeah. right? Because it doesn't show that uh, you have good hair. That was
1: my whole life. That was my whole upbringing. Right? Yeah. I would straighten my hair all the time and do the the relaxers and alisados to try to get the curls out. <laughs> and um, yeah, you, you don't realize the effects that certain things like culture that are happening around you really affect you, you know? Cause I felt me having curls meant that I look like not put together or mm-hmm. not presentable, you know, because, you know, to look beautiful, you had to have the princess straight, you know, beautiful hair. Yeah. So yeah. I totally feel you on
0: that. And then I think about just, so th- did you grow up in Hispanic church or did you ever go attend?
1: Yeah, I attended a few times.
0: So my dad, he was a pastor in a Hispanic church. And growing up in that, uh, you see a lot of traditional things within that church culture. Uh, Things are changing and which is really dope. I love change. Um, But growing up in that culture, the way I'm dressed right now and even earrings, boy, (laughs) that's not fly at all. That would be, I'm the ultimate heathen ever. And have you ever experienced anything like that growing up? Like, you felt like, yo, why you guys looking at me like I'm a heathen right now? Like, I love Jesus, too. Yeah. Yeah?
1: Remember, now, this is, I didn't get it as much. Because um, I didn't grow up in, like, the Spanish church. I would go with my dad. My dad eventually became a pastor. and But like, okay. he was, like, he had his own testimony of, like, living on the street and doing drugs and everything like that. So mm-hmm. he was more open-minded you could say but when I started in the Christian music scene you know I'm this Hispanic girl from Florida all we know is like you know it's high you could wear shirts off your shoulders you're like you're Mm -hmm. not gonna be in a turtleneck because it's too hot for that you know but that's just kind of the culture that I grew up in living on an island you're like you could wear a two-piece bathing suit and that's okay like so, I remember when I first started in the Christian scene, I would get a lot of like mail, a lot of emails, or a lot of people hitting me up like, man, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like I couldn't receive from your set because your clothes was too tight, or because you're, you know, you could see your curves and that's uh, deceitful and that, you know, like the devil has you, he's using oh. you as a tool and all these different wow. things. And as a young girl, like, I knew my heart wasn't to try to be scandalous. I wasn't trying to like walk around trying to make people stumble, but this was something that I wasn't necessarily taught. I'm just trying to be myself. So when I would hear these women come up to me or they would write me and say like, Oh, you know, I could see your cleavage or I could see your shoulder or I can your clothes was, too tight it would affect me because I'm like man they hate me these people think that I'm like a horrible human yeah uh, I'm just trying to like love God and for sure happy so
0: yeah and everything's with like of course with a balance right you're not going out like yeah I'm about to kill this for Jesus (laughs) yeah right you're just trying to be who you are and what you were raised with right uh and a lot of times I've found that there's, well, with me personally, I've realized, yo, I need to change who I am in order for me to fit in with this culture that is already has a set formula. Mm-hmm. And if you wanna be part of this uh, circle, this is how you gotta look, this is how you gotta talk, you know, your music gotta sound like this. And uh, I think the formula is amazing, first of all. Um, like, let's say I would say Toby Mac is the ultimate formula. I love Toby's music. Uh, I think he's an amazing guy. Uh, I think that music has helped a lot of people. Uh, but when my problem growing up and coming into the industry, when I was like fed only that twenty four seven of what Christianity is, um, I was confused because I was like, I know there's more culture in this world. Coming from Florida right you see what the world sounds like you see what the world sounds like and and looks like um so for me i told propaganda this i was like i realized early in my album we belong i was trying to uh please everyone and i started putting product in my hair to make it real nice and slick back not even realizing i But not even realizing I'm trying to wear the Chelsea boots boots, and look Hillsong-y, right? Which is okay, because I think they got fire swag.
1: I know, they got all the right? swag. right? But it's not you.
0: But at that time, right, I was like, oh, this is what I got to look like to fit in. Got it. And it's the, the way you said it first. The naive, you just, ah, everything's great. We're here for Jesus. I'm just excited to be here. Oh, okay. And you're trying to like sit in with the circle. And where I found myself is I was like, man, am I being true to myself? And when I got to really just look at my old stuff and look at old pictures, I'm like, why did you wear that? (laughs) I'm like, yo, are you leading the next kid, Mm. the next artist that wants to bring this great gospel to the platform? to perform it, or are you leading him? Because he looks up to you as a healer right now. Are you leading him the right way as well? Not just biblically, not just uh, you know, how to speak about Jesus, but identity crisis is huge.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when I think about identity, I'm like thinking about depression, anxiety. I'm thinking about just the craziness these kids are sharing to me all the time. When I'm doing like college shows or high school shows, And I do me and greet. I hear all these stories and like, Gavi, you helped change me or Gavi this. But the biggest thing that I always get, and I didn't even try to do this, but the biggest thing is, yo, thank you for repping for us Latinos, man. And I'm like, whoa, I'm not even trying to be a Latino. I'm just being who I am. But I mean so much more for the Latin community because of the space that I'm in, what I represent, Jesus, right? And I just feel that weight that you and I have. Mm. Uh, Being a Latin person, living out the way we carry ourselves with this gospel looks very different today than what it did like 10 years ago, right? And my question for you is this, where do you think we're going from now? Like everything's different now, even with quarantine, so churches are doing all the Zoom stuff now. Just everything's so different. Nobody knows an answer, but I'm just curious out of your mind, where do you think church is going?
1: Man, I think sometimes we don't realize, but a lot of culture in general, um, it, it what's happening in the world can dictate so much when it comes to our religion, when it comes to mm-hmm. how we see, you know, Kind of the spiritual side of things and I think for a long time it's been kind of in in our culture growing up that it's like you do as you're told and it's more like there's one person that tells you what to do and you follow the rules and and that's creates character and that you know that that's what kind of your what we grew up in and I think when you talk to a lot of young people now or when I do and I see them at shows and they're so like hands on and they're so curious and they're creating you know YouTube channels and podcasts and they're so involved like I think the culture in general has switched to less about let me just hear it and do it to I want to know for myself why I believe what I believe or what's the foundation of me as a person so that I could really live it out. And I think that's where the church is going, where it's a lot a lot more about breaking down kind of this box and being honest and real and try to find that vulnerability. Um like you even see it in fashion, everything's about where does the product come from? You know, we want to know the source of like are we are we helping the environment? Are we not? People aren't just like trying to hear it they want to know what's the root you know
0: yeah
1: it's about um you know people really putting in the work to find out what the foundation is for themselves and that's that should be embraced you know like people want to know more about god but they're not trying to just hear it they want to experience and feel it for themselves
0: for sure yeah i think about uh like the Roman Empire days and Michelangelo, Christianity, we were like the leading force of art. You see all the paintings, the sculptures uh, about God, and you look at the paintings of Jesus, like Christians were running the whole culture. And I feel like we're heading in that direction. And in this conversation, I don't even want to make it seem like I'm the pioneer, like I'm starting something new with this healing thing. Like, this is a continuous growth that you're part of. I'm part of. A lot of great artists are part of right now that I'm really excited about when I'm thinking about the future of uh, just the art, the culture of Christianity, where it's going. I even think about pastors, what they're doing. Um, But it's still, it's it's nervous. It's... um, when people see something that's not normal to them, it's scary yeah. because it's not, it's just not normal. It's like, wait, hold on. Wait, that's not supposed to be like that. It could be offensive. I remember I brought one of my friends to, uh, to Voo Church, Rich Rogerson, and he goes, ah, it's too much lights. I don't know, it feels like a concert. And I stopped and I just really soaked in that moment. And I was like, man, here's a person, Rich, really trying to just try something different. Even if it wasn't right or if it was the perfect thing, here's someone that's just trying to connect with people in a different way. But yet, a believer friend of mine is just bashing up, like, ah, it's too much this. Instead of just congratulating, like, man, I see what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for continuously pushing this gospel. Whether you agree with it or not, as far as the art of it, Now, there's things you can disagree with as far as like if you're literally going um, against what the Bible's talking about, right? Makes total sense. But when it's just something creative, um, I really get irked when I get stopped like that. There's a loud 5%. I started calling them my cousins. Uh, Because you ever had that cousin at your family dinner that's talking about something, I don't know, maybe political? And you're like, yo. We just having a Thanksgiving dinner, bro. <laughs> not right now. What, what are we doing, you know? Yes. But you love them, right? But you just have that one family member that's uh, just talking wild. Yeah, that's where I just, when I think about the future of Christian music, I'm just like, I feel like we're going somewhere. But I feel so stopped and not at peace because there's that loud 5% that just really irks me. And I'm really trying to come to peace with it. Uh, And that's my season that I'm at right now. I'm so confident but confused at the same time. Uh, So pray for me. I'll be
1: praying. (laughs) That's all of us, man. There's so many things running through my head of, like, in order for things to grow, like, there has to be that push and pull. There has to be this, like you gotta go through stuff and feel stuff in order for things to come out of it. And I think that's what's happening with your music. It's like, mm-hmm. you're you're feeling something rise up that it's like, man, I wanna, I wanna stand for the rest, the, 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 all these people that I'm meeting on the road and hearing their stories that have identity crisis or are going through these things, but feel confused too, because Gabby, I feel like sometimes it's inevitable if you try to walk this Christian life out, to not feel confused, like, because you're constantly, it's like, I feel like a lot of the base of Christianity is based on shame. It's about what you're not. It's about how you don't measure up. It's about how you're not following this or following that and you're constantly told that you're not good enough. But I feel like there's so much beauty And who god is and what he wants for his children and we're like like i want to express that i want to express like these other parts that are not just about how you don't measure up like with your cousin Mm -hmm. that went to the church it's like man i i look at it back in relationships if if you are a person you're attracted to the flashy guy you know he got his nice car he wears his little chain and he dresses in like flashy clothes. Like that's what's going to be appealing to you because it's your personality is what you like. Then there's some that are a little bit more reserved. They like, you know, someone who's into books and you know, does this or that. And that's what's going to be appealing. So it's like, there's no wrong way. Like you said, if you're not, if you're going against scripture, you're like completely doing something left field. Then I understand that could be, Hard, But for the most part, I think people like Rich Wilkerson or you look at, you know, just you could go down the line of, of artists and, and pastors that are, are trying to appeal to this market um, and these people that that might like it a little differently.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. My last question for you is this. And I wish we could talk some more, but I'm sure we'll talk off the camera pretty soon. Because we got to get in the studio.
1: Oh, let you know now people are you know gonna see this and you're gonna be held accountable to this.
0: You're gonna be held accountable. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: when, when the quarantine is done yeah. or oh, I'll wear my mask, I'll head to Miami. Let's go and in the studio. and yes. make, get some songs out.
0: As the amazing artist that you are, your vocals are crazy by the way. But as an amazing artist that you are and Latin woman, I wish you didn't just have to be kept in that that box when I speak to you, but there's so much deepness that goes into that of why I'm asking this. What do you tell the next girl that's a Latin girl that wants to be singing for Jesus and is interested in getting into the music industry of Christianity, but she's just confused about her identity? Like, what do you, what do you say to her?
1: Well, I would tell her first off, like, I feel you in ways you wouldn't understand. You're not alone in it. Like, I've, even to this day, and I've been in this industry for years, there's moments where I feel like I don't belong, or like there's no place for me, or, you know, um, um, there's another girl out there with, the sh- with straight hair and no curves that can fit the mold better, but... I would tell you, man, stick to it because your voice matters. What you have to say matters. There's so many times where I've not been ashamed, but I haven't embraced my roots and where I come from. I've been like, I've hit it in a sense, like, like it was gonna be something that hurt me. And know that those things that make you who you are, your heritage, your family, your race um, as a Hispanic woman, these are the things that have built me up, have made me strong, have given me a voice. And um, I'm learning every day to just embrace all these parts of me, embrace my curls. And at yeah. the end of the day, it's, it's, it's what's given me my own mold. Like I don't have to fit in anybody else's. I'm creating my own and little by little, I'm leaving something behind for the next generation. So hopefully that is encouraging to someone out there, but just stick, keep going with it. Keep going with it because it matters.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. and Thank you so much for being part of this Blanca. I know you got way better things to do than to talk to me. So are you you kidding me? (laughs)
1: This, like, I actually put on makeup today. So I could be on camera because I've just been sitting at home oh. being mommy. So thank you so much for having me and allowing me to just not only hang but have some good conversation.
0: For sure. Love you, Blanca.
1: Love you too, Gabby. I'll see you in the studio soon.
0: For sure. Bye.
1: <laughs> Bye.